Today we're talking about what? Imposter syndrome. Isn't that so fitting for our first episode? Very, very, very fitting. Hello world, how are y'all doing? Welcome to the Wellness Kickback, where we are here to unpack, unlearn, and relearn with intention. We are your hosts, Branson. And Ivory with, with I Am Fire. Fire. Y'all, this is is officially episode one. It is officially episode one. We did kind of do a brief one, which, you know, y'all see, but this is the official number one. one. So welcome to the wellness kickback, you guys. Um, Today we're talking about what? Imposter syndrome. Isn't that so fitting for our first episode? Very, very very fitting. fitting. Like for this exact moment fitting, you know, and it's especially in the beginning of the year, you know, it's best that we address those things now. Mm -hmm. It is best that we address those now because like we don't need imposter syndrome to hold us back. It is 2023. There's a lot that needs to be done this year, a lot that will be done this year. Mm -hmm. And we don't need our heads to hold us back from that listen but um yeah we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that speaking of our heads let's do a quick energy feel heart feel so Mm -hmm. we have we'll be doing this every video we're going to ask each other how our hearts are feeling just so that you you guys can you know get comfortable with us you know you guys are on this journey with us so we want to include you on this as well so um we have this question how does your heart feel what color is your heart feeling like today and so we have a couple of different colors you want to explain the colors um yeah sure okay so we have purple which is more of that like that godly blissful like blessed like nothing can really stop me in how I'm feeling right now like I'm in alignment I'm in alignment yes yeah. yes um so that's purple um we have blue where you feel sad you know, like if you just legit feel sad, that's okay. Like it's owning how you feel. And that's, and that's the thing with the heart readings. We want like to own where we are. So that way we know how to get to where we need to get to. Okay. Come on. <laughs> hey, friend. Um, So we can get to where we need to get to. So with blue being sad, we're, that just is what it is. Like I'm not in the best space right now. Something has upset me. Um, we have yellow, which is, you know, just energy, which is light, which is content. I'm feeling peaceful. I'm feeling like just, just really good with self in this moment. Um, I know it kind of, it, it kind of coincides with purple a little bit, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's more of like, I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And I'm peaceful in this moment. I'm here in this moment. Yeah. You yeah. know, but you know, like the purple is just like, Hey, listen, listen we on top of the I'm world. I'm attracting, I'm attracting all the good. Come on, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have, um, we have uh, red. Red is fiery. Red is angry. <laughs> red, red is passionate. And not necessarily always angry, but like I'm passionate. Yeah. You know, I'm feeling fiery inside, like, and I'm ready to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I ain't gonna lie to y'all people. I ain't gonna lie. I'm feeling red. I'm feeling very red right now. Tell us what's going on. Um, just if long you, story you short, share, you know, I, I will share because it's also like a sharing where y'all need to be mindful too, you know. Um, but today, unfortunately, you know, we had a, a about where you know the scammers kind of caught up. Hmm. The scammers kind of caught up to scamming. us. They were scamming and like working overtime mm-hmm. today. Long story short, you know, the calls came in um, with, you know, with my father and, you know, and, it, and I think that's their goal. That's that's their target audience is our elderly. So please be mindful for your um, older 
um, elderly loved ones that are out there, um, that they are, you know, not being duped, you know, and scammed by um, by these callers that are out there. But unfortunately, they did get my father today. Um, and, you know, I had to put that fire out. So I'm very angry with Listen, them. Aren't y'all tired of them calling about your Microsoft account? Don't trigger me. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> your, your extended warranty on your car. Anyways. Or or that, you know, we need to help you with your Medicare. We good. We good. We good. We're, we're, we're good. So, um, so yeah. Get that, a real job. Come on now. Three hours? Three hours on the phone with it was over. All right. All right. We, we, we're going. Sorry. As we digress. Yes. How are you feeling? Um, so I would say that my heart is feeling very yellow right now. Okay. I am here. I am showing up. I'm feeling content. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm purple. I'm not like, of course, I'm, I feel like I'm always in alignment in some sort of fashion. However, I feel like right now um, my chakras are a little blocked. You know, I'm not quite. Come on, plant. Come okay. On. Me, and this, me and this plant going to fight before the night is over. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm feeling very content. I'm feeling very happy. Um, I'm here. Um, there are some things that I need to work on and I'm a little bit in my head, but other than that, you know, I'm still in the up and up. So I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that for you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We all need to be there. I mean, it's one of those ideal places that, you know, we always want to be at, but it's okay to own when we're not, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's my goal for tomorrow, y'all. Yellow, yellow, yellow. <laughs> so we are going to talk about imposter syndrome today, and y'all see, I got some notes right here. Um, yes, baby, we did our research. Um, we are expert on this topic as of today, so we are going to not only unpack imposter syndrome, we are going to um, unlearn some things, and then we're going to relearn some things about imposter syndrome. So. Make sure you guys stay tuned all the way to the end of the episode because we have some great techniques, tips on how to fight imposter syndrome, yes. okay? So what is imposter syndrome? I feel like so many people have heard this term and it's like imposter syndrome, I just feel like I'm, I'm an imposter, but what exactly is imposter syndrome? So, so I guess from a definition standpoint, yeah. um, it's, it's more of like perceived fraudulence. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what we're thinking in our head that we are, that we are not truly capable of or, or actually doing, mm -hmm. um, I guess, you know, just, you know, for my own personal, I guess, definition of it, it's just like, or just a kind of an example, like, all right. I'm a lactician. I've been doing hair for almost 10 years now, mm -hmm. you know, part-time and not full-time. Um, and about to have my own suite, you know, but in my mind, I'm like, but am I really capable? Like, am I really a lactician? You know, am I really out here helping people like with their hair? Am I really suitable to have this own space? You know, mm -hmm. like those are real true feelings that I'm having right now. But even though like, you've been in the game for 10, over 10 years. But I'm you still see, questioning myself. Yeah, you're still questioning. Can you see how how that's really a, it's a self-perpetuated feeling, right? You're really telling yourself or doubting yourself, even though you've been in the game for over 10 years. But it's like, but am I really like, you know, and and it I guess not to jump, but I think one of the factors with it is just like that comparison. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um, it's that comparing like, okay, there's other people who have, you know, businesses that are, you know, 
very, like they have large businesses, large followings, uh, making buku money with it, you know, and it's just like, or even just even from a, a licensure standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, well, you know, some of those things, I'm not there, mm-hmm. you know, so am I really equipped to like have my own space? Am I really equipped to be considered a loctician, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so like comparison is one of the, like the biggest yeah. factors when it comes down to, to imposter syndrome, because like we do compare ourselves to other people, yeah. but um. I know like, you know, it's it's one of those things where we don't feel like imposter syndrome is a relatable thing or is a common thing, but it's more relatable and common than you know. Speaking of, let me let me read you some of these statistics that I found. All right. So first of all, it says nine, 9% to 82% of people experience imposter syndrome. So when we first read that, it was like, what? That means like hardly nobody to almost everybody <laughs> um, experiences right. imposter syndrome, right? But it's, more specific saying 9% to 82% of people experience imposter syndrome, more people experience it for a limited time. So that 82% of people experience it for a limited time. So if you don't feel like you've experienced imposter syndrome, think of a time where you have like started a new job or you started a new experience or something like that. And in that first first few moments, Mm -hmm. you may have you know, felt mm-hmm. that imposter syndrome because you felt like you weren't prepared mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you didn't have all the knowledge or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, so that's one statistic statistic of imposter syndrome, right? Let me slow down because I feel like, you know, I'm talking too fast and I want to get all this information out. That, that, y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all going to be with us, you know? Um, and that's a part of the imposter syndrome for me because sometimes I feel like I'm not qualified to mm. speak to you guys, but I have I'm in my own head and I need to sit my ass back a little bit, right? But she got words. I got words. And she's trying to use them. And I'm trying to use them. That's all. And I need to slow down so that y'all can get this information. Okay. All right. So nine to eighty-two percent of people experience imposter syndrome, right? Um women experience imposter syndrome more than men, mm. specifically women of color. Mm. All right. So 80% of men experience imposter syndrome, 90% of women experience imposter syndrome, and only 25% of these people are aware of it. So you could be in, experiencing imposter syndrome and don't even know it. Um, to add up to that, in terms of like not, because I feel like, like as we were saying before, mm-hmm. everybody has like those tendencies to mm-hmm. have that experience. Mm-hmm. I was at a dentist appointment this morning and, you know, they were like, you know, I was telling them about, you know, that we're doing the podcast and the topic. And he was just like, well, what is it? To be honest with you, I'm sure that he has experienced it many times in his life, mm-hmm. you know, especially as a, as a dentist, mm-hmm. you know, or just as a doctor, you know, like, you know, achieving something high, you mm-hmm. know, to that standard, but him not even realizing or even knowing. And that's where it comes down to, was it the 25% of people um, are only aware of it. So it's just like, that's what we are here for now mm-hmm. is to put that awareness out there to what it is mm-hmm. so that way you know like okay you know I have these feelings and I have these thoughts that I'm not doing well or I'm not capable you know but you need to know what it is or why you're feeling that way you know yeah so um that's a really good point and so we of course are advocates in the wellness industry right we advocate for black and brown women black and brown people but we do definitely target um, black and brown women, right? Um, so imposter syndrome, it definitely affects black women way more than it does any other demographic, right? You were saying earlier, you listened to, um, what was it, a podcast or something about Michelle Obama, and she yeah. was talking about being the only black person at the table, and mm-hmm. she's feeling like, 
do I belong here? And then it's kind of like, yes, I belong here. Do you belong here? You know, so black women feel it more mm-hmm. than, you know, any other demographic. We're not deemed to be in in some of those spaces. Like mm-hmm. we're not deemed to be the one to be even to be here to even educate, mm-hmm. you know, or provide information about this, you know, because we don't know anything about that. You know, it's supposed to be more of that Eurocentric view that they know all kind of view point on it. Um, so it does hinder, I feel like the black woman a bit more because it's like, well, I do know this, but am I am I qualified? Am I qualified to share this information? Um, imposter syndrome from a relatable standpoint, like, you know, when we want, we wanted to do this podcast and we have conversations together, you know, about a lot of different topics, um, where in which, you know, it's enlightening for the both of us and others, you know, but, you know, kind of creeping up to the podcast is like, well, wait, am I qualified to even express this information? But I am, mm-hmm. you know, I have the ability to share this information. So I'm just as qualified as long as as long as we're coming to you with the correct information. And that comes down to just research, you know, um, and by all means, you're doing the research as well, too, because we at least if anything, we want to bring that awareness to you all. Thank you. You know, yeah. so um, as for women of color, though, um, I think because, you know, they are the most underrepresented, mm-hmm. you know, Definitely. individual within society. So, yeah, we have that harder time. And, that, and and it goes back to that microaggressions. It's it's really like being in a room with, um, you know, I'm just going to call it what it is, being in a room with white people and, you know, they're little talks, you hear little talks and, you know, we're always the, the group of people who have to overachieve or overdo things to show up mm-hmm. and um, be present or, or, you know, just we have to be the ones to do more, mm-hmm. right? to be acknowledged mm-hmm. right and what do they say it's like it's like we have to work we have to work 10 times harder exactly than what our eurocentric i love that term now what our eurocentric counterparts, counterparts mm-hmm. you know are doing we have to go above and beyond yeah. just to get at level with them and then it's like when we feel like we don't want to do that we feel like we want to just be exactly where that's where that imposter syndrome can creep in because it's like i don't want to do any more than what she's doing with I'm not going to say Becky or Karen, but I don't want to do any more than what they're doing because I'm not getting paid anymore. But then it's like that microaggression, that that small talk that we hear in the office, that small talk that we hear around the office and around, you know, the building, you know, those feelings can creep up from that. Anybody, so yeah, anybody that's that indirect discrimination. Right. Mm. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, so there's actually five types of imposter syndrome, right? So we just hear the word imposter syndrome or the term, and we just think that it's the inadequacies or the perceived fraudulence, right? Or the feeling of ina- inadequacies, but there's actually five types of imposter syndrome. All right, so I'm going to talk about them. And I, of course, I'm going to read them because I don't know them all by heart. So the first one we have is the perfectionist, right? The perfectionist aims to get perfection in every aspect of their lives. Small mistakes make them feel like a failure. Um, so it's like, so the perfectionist, you said aiming to get perfection in every aspect of your life mm-hmm. and the small mistakes feeling like a failure. Yep. I feel like, I, I feel like I'm a perfectionist. Um, and those small mistakes does feel like a failure because it's like, I know I can do better. Mm-hmm. I know I could have done better. I know, uh, I know my level of success. I know my level of, you know, so were you that one where like you got that you got a a, a ninety five 
or you got that 90, he's like, ah, I knew I, or you got like a 93. And I was like, on the brink of that. Not, not necessarily in school because okay. I, school came very easily to me. Okay. So when I didn't get good grades, we're not even going to talk about school, to be honest. Okay. It, come, it comes more to like me doing projects, like creative projects and things like that. Like I have to be, if, before I put it out, it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, and if I see like a misspelled word in something, I'm like, oh, <laughs> y'all are going to see that. And y'all are going to realize that I'm, y'all, you know, so I feel like I'm a perfectionist in that yeah. sense. And I can see how, like, when it comes down to the perfectionist, because I like, got, for me, like, I would like, when I was, when I was in school and I would like write papers, mm-hmm. you know, it would be hard for me to get, like, just write the paper down. Mm-hmm. Cause you know how they usually say, just write it out and then go back mm-hmm. and fix the grammar, like fix the, you know, like edit it and things of that nature. I would edit as I go. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, let's not be perfect, you know, perfect mm-hmm. in this moment. Let's just go through it and then go back. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, when it comes down, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's two different versions of a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, so the second one is a natural genius. Natural genius uses talents to get through life, but they feel embarrassed by any small mistakes or stumbling block. Um, so I think that's for how I was in school. I was, I, you know, that's also an imposter syndrome that just crept up, um, that intrusive thought, because I was like, am I really a genius, but a natural genius? So school did come easily to me. Um, and then, you know, that feeling embarrassed by any small mistakes or stumbling blocks. So, yeah, I would feel embarrassed if something, you know, if I didn't get a good grade and my friends were getting good grades, like that's embarrassing because school comes naturally to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have to study. I was able to, I wasn't a good test taker, but I was able to grasp information very easily. So, yeah. Um, the third one, a rugged soloist aims to achieve success independently relying on other people fuels feeling of inadequacy and self-loathing so they are like by themselves I do it all I can do this by myself and if I have to ask for help I'm a fraud (laughs) yeah I ain't gonna lie I kind of resonate that one resonates with me yeah and I'm learning in this moment that I need to allow people to show up for me Mm -hmm. you know it's okay to ask for help um and I'm in that season where let me ask for help because I can't do it all by myself. Yeah. Um, Asking um, for help doesn't mean that you're failing. It right. just means that you need help. Everybody yeah. needs help. I, I truly believe that we're put on this earth with other people because we need other people. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Absolutely. The expert. The expert relies on unmatched knowledge based on their studies and failure of details make them feel like fraud and, a few, and will fuel guilt. Um. I ain't gonna lie like and like I said you you can't you you know we all have like tendencies to you know to tap into some of these different um um these different types but I will say like right here right now Mm -hmm. you know I felt like because if we didn't have the details on what imposter syndrome was like this whole podcast was just gonna be fraudulent you know so that's why I started by saying we are the expert in this because we have done the research and that, that's why she really says do your own research like it is very imperative that you do your own mm-hmm. research and that's with anything in life anything. because there's so much misinformation mm-hmm. um, going out right now about everything and just doing your research mm-hmm. and use more than one resource that part right use use um actual 
uh, credible sources, yeah. you know, because I mean, and don't, let's not get it twisted. You know, I'll go to the TikTok, you know, and, and see what people are saying, but then let me go to a credible source right. to get the details, you know? Um, so definitely still do your research, but just be mindful. There's a lot of opinions out there too, that are coming off as information and resource or that people are utilizing. So, um, but yeah, just, uh, being an expert, you know, feeling like, you know, just, making sure that the knowledge that you have is correct, you know? So, um, but sometimes it's okay for not necessarily correct. It's just about making sure that you're going to the proper place to get it. It's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. We're not all perfect. Actually, we are perfect because God didn't make mistakes. But that's another conversation for another podcast. But at the end of the day, it's always a learning experience, right? Um, And then the last one, the superhero. Uh, the superhero aims to never stop and pushes themselves to the limit. That may seem like not enough in the long run if they don't stay consistent. Um, I think this one is me. Like she said, a lot of these can resonate with you. I feel like this one is definitely really resonating with mm-hmm. me as I read it again. Yeah. Aims to never stop and pushes themselves to the limit. And they may seem like not enough in the long run. How does that resonate? If they don't stay consistent. Um, because... So for my word of 2023 is consistency. Um, and I feel like when I'm not consistent, I feel like I'm giving up or I'm letting myself down. Um, and it's like, I know that there's so much stuff that I need to do and I don't know how to give myself grace. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm not motivated right now because I'm not being consistent and consistency for me creates motivation and productivity and productivity. Yeah. So, Yeah. Okay. I I I feel on that one. I feel on that one. Um it's okay. We can't do all. I mean, we we can do all. We can do we can, but we can't put too much pressure on ourselves right. to do all. What are some things that cause imposter syndrome? So definitely like um pressure. So I definitely believe a lot of things are personality traits, right? Um of course, me being an astrologer, I feel like, you know the time we were born and all of these things, the energies, they create personality traits, right? So definitely there's personality traits, but I also believe that a lot of stuff stems from your childhood. So it can definitely be like pressure from your parents to Mm -hmm. be that perfectionist or to um, succeed or to perform. Um, That's definitely, (laughs) that's one of the biggest causes of imposter syndrome, I think is from that childhood, Um, trying to fit in and, create a space for yourself um, and make sure that you belong wherever you are in that space. That, that, just to kind of piggyback on that, like, and and I'm not to go into, into depth about it, but understanding that a lot of things do stem from childhood. Mm -hmm. A lot of things do stem from experience, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and understanding that certain things that do occur, that do happen in our childhood, um, that sticks with us and that we don't process, you know, through, cause we don't know how to process them, you know? So just also remember in this process of really learning more about yourself, tapping into your childhood and, and some of those experiences um, and how that follows you into adulthood um, is a big piece, yeah. big piece or a, a very valuable piece to understanding imposter syndrome within self. Yes. I just wanted to put that out there for y'all because I was sitting here doing, you know, doing my research and, and just really trying to learn more about imposter syndrome. And I was just like, wow, a lot of a lot of the things that I feel that I'm going through do stem from my childhood. And I'm just like, 
hey, it's kind of, it's, it's a little heavy and a little hard to have to unpack those things, you know? So, yeah, definitely. Um, I think another cause of imposter syndrome is like that society biases. Um, again, like we were talking about with Black women, you know, those subtle indis- uh, discriminations, um, you know, being compared to other races, other gender, um, I definitely feel like that's a big cause yeah. of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like sitting here thinking about it because like as a black woman, mm-hmm. you are being compared to oh, the white woman. You are also then, you know, trying to, you know, because we have the capability of of working just as hard as the white man, you know, um, but then it's just like, you don't want to, I mean, and I don't know how this kind of applies, but I'm just kind of processing it in my head right now, but then how you don't want to also demean your black brother as well, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like that, and, and it's, and it's, again, all boils down to the whole comparison aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know, um, I feel like we compare ourselves to a lot, and as black women, we compare ourselves to a lot of different aspects of people where in which we just need to really just sit down with ourselves and just be and just be mm-hmm. you know um but those they yeah. have that's funny mm-hmm. you say that that just reminded me and before I I'm not gonna get too much off topic but um so my sister's in education and she's been in ed- education for 15 plus years right um so she, yes okay you 15 plus years she, she <laughs> has she's been in education for a long time yeah. and um so she's very qualified for she she knows what she's doing she knows how to she knows how to teach she knows how to learn she knows she knows the education system right and so um in one of her environments that she was in it was a group of black women right and she's still very close with these women so it was i think it was about four of them and um these black women they were singled out because they were strong in what they knew they had experience, um, they were educated, but there was talk around the school that um, they're bullies. You know, that's that indirect discrimination. Um, white women were feeling, you know, you guys are hurting my feelings. You know, all of this, all of that can create imposter syndrome in all these four black women, but no, they were strong. <laughs> They were like, no, y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna do that to us, right? We know what we're talking about. So that's really we're gonna talk about that mm-hmm. in that that relearning aspect yeah. of how you can fight imposter syndrome. Um, but just little stuff like that can really cause doubt in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, do I really belong? Like, are we really bullies? Like, are we really, you know, because it's like, can you oh, oh. Man. Y'all know what y'all doing. Right. Right. Because it's just like, or like certain situations where it's like, am I wrong for saying no? Mm-hmm. You know? Because then I get backlash for saying no and standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, but then I'm considered rude or I'm I'm wrong. And it's just like, dang, well, where do I stand? And that's when you get confused. Yeah. That's where it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. It anyway. So, yeah. So, but the the whole societal biases, Mm -hmm. that's a big thing, you know, because like we're in this world where we're supposed to look at things in a way where this is how it's supposed to be done. But is it really, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so how do we unlearn 
All right, so we, we learned what it is. We didn't unpack imposter syndrome, right? So how am I supposed to get it out of my head that these are not okay? All right, so these viewpoints, these viewpoints. So of course, I, I have to read these things. Francis has done a great job at memorizing some stuff, but you know, I'm a reader. <laughs> that's a look. <laughs> that's just the fraud in me. Let me stop now. See, it's not the fraud in me. It's, it's because I, I, not to say that I know, but everybody has their everybody has their strengths and that's also we'll we'll talk about that in the relearning but learn your strengths no stay in your lane i love to say stay that stay that stay in your lane but um so something to unlearn about imposter syndrome so working harder to prove your your success like working harder does not correct imposter syndrome all it's going to do is create burnout um it's going to cause a drop in your performance anxiety um, anxiety um self low self-esteem that can then lead to depression definitely and that's gonna just and that and I feel like that's just like that's the that's the way that imposter syndrome can really take you down yeah you know because we feel like we, we feel like we're in our head and we have to do this like I know I think that goes back to that superhero or that perfectionist like I know that I can do better so let me work harder and prove to myself and prove to everybody else that I belong in this space not realizing that I actually already belong in this space because I'm here number one and number two if I just continue to What's that, what would you say about the Black woman when we do too much just to perform, when we perform, overperform just to be at the same level, that causes burnout. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do that. We belong in spaces. We belong in spaces. Can you say that again? We belong in spaces. We belong in spaces. Um, I had to say that for people back. I need you to hear that. I need you to know that. As much as, I, as much as I need to know that for myself. Right? <laughs> but when and honestly, just to, just to put this out there, when I say things with passion, it ain't just for you, it's for me too. Okay. It's for me too, because I'm listening. Okay. Um, but yeah, so working hard, that's not how you fix imposter syndrome. Um, another thing to unlearn, imposter syndrome is not the same as low self-esteem. That so part. low self-esteem is really like judging yourself. That's that self-talk that you have in your head, like am I like you're questioning things like am I fully really capable you know it's and or or I'm I'm not like Mm -hmm. that's judging yourself that's judging you're not necessarily judging yourself imposter syndrome is really feeling like you are a fraud like um what's in it like you said before what was the example or for instance for this podcast like you were saying before it's really feeling like do we have the information low self-esteem with us not getting on camera like <laughs> we don't belong on camera no 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 no. I'm going to continue to judge myself when we replay this we're going to look at at it and be like no we're not putting this out this is not good quality work that's low self-esteem but imposter syndrome is really us getting on here saying we don't know what we're talking about we don't we're, we don't we're not capable of, of being able to educate you all on or just not educate provide awareness mm-hmm. we're not we're not we're, we're not uh, uh credible sources for that you know but to be honest with you we're the most credible sources because in this moment i am having imposter syndrome but i am aware and that. you did the research and we did the research you know i am aware we did the research and i am helping others as well mm-hmm. 
because of my own experiences. Again, like my my like legit experience right now about imposter syndrome is me getting my own space, my own hair studio. That was um, the example you used earlier. I was trying to remember the example you used. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like me, like actually like, you know, within February, being able to work in my own space, but I don't feel like I belong in that space. I feel like I need to stay, you know, you know, and 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 be amongst other people to like, you know, really kind of help build up more of, of what I'm capable of doing. But I've been doing this for going on 10 years now, you know, like I and, and like even providing like information and 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 um um like just the resources or or knowledge behind like you know what's sister locks and micro locks and what interlocks are but like I've had mine for 10 years now I have 10 years of experience so I do have the the credible knowledge to provide to people and be able to provide you know and at the end of the day we are learning every day Mm-hmm. we are ever evolving in terms of knowledge so like that's what we also need to be mindful of like we don't know all but as long as we are putting the energy into do the research mm-hmm. and 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 learn and continue learning you know that gives us the like even more capability you know credibility to be able to provide to people so like if anything like yeah I don't feel like I belong in this space you know but I'm going to fight that thought it's a thought. It's not necessarily valid, but I'm going to be aware that it is a thought and an invalid thought and fight that thought with, no, I do belong. Why? Because I have the experience. I have the knowledge and I have the ability to help others with it. That was beautifully said. I think that leads us right into relearning. Like, how do you fight imposter syndrome? Um, so you said, I fight those thoughts, right? Um, but how do you fight those thoughts, right? Um, I think first and foremost, it's really just being aware. Um, going back to the statistic, only 25% of people are even aware that they are feeling imposter syndrome, right? Um, it's really being aware. We talk a, a lot about awareness. That's really sitting with yourself. That's understanding the emotions and the feelings that you're going through. Um, if you're in a room and you feel like you don't belong, question yourself, like, why? Why do I feel like I don't belong? Stop yourself in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, another example. We had um, we had an event last year, our, our wellness kickback that we had. And I felt like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what it was. About. It wasn't what it was, you know? And I, I just had all these thoughts of like, even though it was a successful event, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful, successful event. But literally I went home, like we didn't do good, you know? And into the next morning, I'm just like, why? I stopped myself. Mm-hmm. I stopped myself in that moment and said, okay, why was it not good? Changed my whole thought process on it. It was a beautiful event, but I had to, what, where I started was, it was the awareness that, okay, you know, I'm second guessing this beautiful event. Why? Yeah. I questioned it. Why? So, um, and then, so I did right here. So um, about relearning imposter syndrome. So we always, when we talk about imposter syndrome, we talk about it as it being something negative, right? Um, I think that's perception. You know, everything is about perception to me. So imposter syndrome could actually be a good weakness. 
Um, you have bad weaknesses, good weaknesses. So it can be a good weakness in that it reminds you of your ability to perform. So you know what you're capable capable of, right? Um, you are aware that you can improve. So having imposter syndrome and being aware of it, it just gives you that momentum or that understanding that you can improve. Mm -hmm. um, what areas do you need to improve in? Right. Um, and it reminds you that you have the ability to perform. You're there for a reason, mm -hmm. right? Um, people don't hire you just because like we we can fudge a, a resume, but you can't fudge a resume so much that you don't know anything, yeah. right? You have gone through that door for a reason, right? So it can be a good weakness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, she said what she said. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about ways to fight. So we were talking about ways to fight um, imposter syndrome, right? So of course, first is that awareness, um, acknowledging your feelings, um measure your success mm -hmm. i feel like this is a really good one measure your success mm -hmm. where were you when you first started versus where you are now okay celebrate your success celebrate your wins right don't just <laughs> so i i did a um a successfully speaking masterclass where we we did i was learning how to be a public speaker and one of the things that she kept saying was we're not going to talk about what you didn't do. We're going to talk about what you did do. Um, so often do we first criticize ourselves. Mm -hmm. First, so often do we we stop and finish doing whatever it is we're doing and like, oh, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Don't do that. Start with your wins. Mm -hmm. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate your wins. Identify the wins. What that you will carry right? you through to let you know that, okay, I did something. At the end of the day, it's about doing and, and, and not doing. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you did do something, okay. Then if we want to go back and, you know, mm -hmm. constructively, mm -hmm. you know, critique what it is that we did and how we can do better, okay. You know, but be aware that you did it. You showed up. You showed, showed up, up and you did the thing. And so what did you do right? Even if it's something small, what did you do right? Measure your success, mm -hmm. right? Um I guess just to even like kind of add to that, just to kind of give an example, it's funny. I was talking to my life coach today and, um, you know, <clears throat> like I said, you know, about to have, you know, my own hair studio. Um, and it was funny because, you know, I have the name to my business, Firelocks, you know, and and created it for more of like a business tax purpose type of thing, you know. And, you know, while I was talking to her within the year, going like a year ago, you know, she would always just say, okay, what about Firelocks? How's Firelocks? How's Firelocks? And I'm like, you know, why are we, you know, identifying it as it's just, it's just a name for my business. It's just a name so that way I can, you know, I can do my taxes around it. But to now say like that Firelocks is, is an actual establishment. Like, so where I started of just, it's just a name to now having a full blown, like physical establishment, a suite, you know, that lets you know that, okay, like I ain't no imposter out here. Like I have been able to grow from just the name for tax purposes to like a whole space. So with like, clientele. With clientele. You have clientele. So, Consistent clientele. So measure your success. Measure your success. Yeah. Yeah. Um, challenging those doubts. Mm. Mm. What did you say before? You fight those intrusive thoughts. Fight those. Question yourself. Talk to them. Are you real? What this thought that's going through my mind? Is this a real thought? Like, how much weight does this hold? 
right? Um, it's literally asking yourself, yourself, like, do I belong in this space? Do I belong in this space? Yes, you belong in that space because you're there. You're always right where you're supposed to be. Okay. That's, I mean, that that's a word, right? She's saying, she's saying. You're always right where you're supposed to be. We're right here where we're supposed to be. We have prepared for this. Y'all don't know the back history of us preparing to do this podcast. Um, we do, we have done lives. You don't know where we first started, our first live to where we are now and how more comfortable we are getting the camera. But when we first started our lives, you should have you should have seen the anxiety, the um just all Sorry. of the things like I had to use the bathroom. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not ready. Let me go use the bathroom. Now today it's just like, okay, y'all you ready? Yeah, let's get this done. You know, we're here in front of I you. mean, even even before we had even created I Am Fire, there was preparation mm-hmm. for us to get to this moment. Yep. We've had experiences in life that have prepared us for this moment. Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, another way to fight it is, and I think this is a very good one for especially Black women, um, don't be afraid to call out the elephant in the room. Like if you are hearing things or if you are seeing things, don't be afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. Say what's on your mind. Yeah. Like you deserve to speak. What did we say earlier? You deserve to be in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, you deserve to have your voice heard. Now, with that being said, because we can say all day, you know, speak how you feel. It's always also too about your approach, mm-hmm. you know? So be mindful of that. Like speak on the elephant in the room but so that way you know at the end of the day people are going to just take it and that's where we get that's where we are like yin and yang because she's like watch your approach go in there and tell her who you are and and, and the thing is that's like no but yeah you have to pull from both of those because you know you want people to receive you yeah right if you want people to receive you like and not to say like you have to like you know be on eggshells about how you approach it or how you address it but you want to be received so say it in a way that you would want to hear it you know you don't want like if somebody comes at you and just like you know oh you know you said this and you did that like I'm not going to receive that well you know so you know this was said and I just want to address this because you know it, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable you know, you know, not to say you have to be all soft-hearted about it, but you want to do intellect. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's a or just being mindful. Be mindful about your approach, mm-hmm. but speak on it mm-hmm. and be assertive. Be assertive. Like, don't tiptoe around stuff. Own it. Own it. You know, and if you have these feelings, own those feelings mm-hmm. and address them. Be assertive with yourself, not only in spaces with other people. Be assertive in your own life. Yeah. Um, own it yeah and then and have the and have the ability to like want to keep learning Mm -hmm. you know we may know things but in order to like really fully be immersed in what it is that we know like keep learning more about it like I want to do more research on 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 imposter syndrome because I don't want to get to a point because I mean I can sit here and say like you know yeah we've done our research like I know all about it no I don't I want to continue to keep doing my research because what does they say? Different levels, new new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be other aspects of like where imposter syndrome is going to hit me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to hit anybody in in the place of growth. You know, so continue to keep learning so that way, once those moments come, you know how to combat it. Exactly. 
That's a fact. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick my paper up because I dropped my paper. Okay. Because we um, real over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one, look, I keep dropping my paper. The last one that I want to talk about, um, I think I got a paper cut. That's I said, did I you cut your I did. Like I did something mm -hmm. and I think I got a paper cut. So yeah, it's okay. all good. Um avoid comparison. Avoid comparisons. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I, I'm going to read what I put. Avoid comparisons by celebrating your success and also celebrate other people's success. I think that's an important thing as well. Um, I remember there was a time where I would be like, oh, I'm so happy for them. I can't wait for, for that to happen for me. Right? You have to be able to celebrate other people's success without comparing it to your life because once you compare it to your life you're not receiving your blessings because you're blocking them you're blocking them because you're only focused on what you do not have mm. right so celebrate other people's success and celebrate your success we already talked about measure your success mm -hmm. celebrate your success but celebrate other people's success yeah. and avoid comparison. Yes. Stop comparing yourself. Stop looking on social media and seeing where other people are because we already know social media is an illusion, right? We already know that. We can tell ourselves this all day and still get on social media and compare ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Avoid that. Avoid it. And like you're saying, you know, when it comes down to comparison, don't compare yourself to other people. Only compare yourself to yesterday. Mm. Only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Yesterday, mm. you know, yeah. um, compete with yourself. Compete with yourself. You yeah. want to do better, right? Yeah, that's the only comparison that you need to really, you know, address. I like that. Yeah. So, um, and true, I like that too, girl. That hit differently for me just now. But I mean, that's the truth. Like, I'd rather not compare myself to somebody else out on the street and what they got going on because that's their goal. Like, that's their that's their mission. That's that's their achievement. Mm -hmm. I have my own achievements that I need to get at. And I have my own, own, my own, um, my own um, journey mm -hmm. to get there. Everybody has their own journey. You know, like you said before that, you know, God made us, you know, God, God is our higher source universe made us in, in, in their image of who we are supposed to be. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but so at the end of the day, it's like, we don't need to be like the person that's beside us. We need to be just like who we are exactly. and growing in that. So, and we don't know their journey. Like you said, like we talked about before, y'all don't, y'all haven't seen our journey to get in this space right now. So we haven't seen their journey to get to where they are at that moment. Right. So you can't compare your lives. Um, so yeah. Um, so that's the relearning, like mm -hmm. relearn what how to attack imposter syndrome mm -hmm. um it all goes back to that statistic of eight between what was it eight or nine percent yeah, like nine to eighty two to eighty two percent of people have imposter syndrome but it's really in that initial moments of starting something new mm -hmm. um so again it's that keep learning um and yeah just just you're gonna always aware. have new levels you're gonna always, you're gonna have, always new have new levels you're always gonna be learning you know so just be it's it's one of those things where just be more mindful mm -hmm. and more aware of where you are in that moment yeah. and it's okay and like and, and sometimes like the elephant in the room is not necessarily with other people it's the elephant in the room for yourself mm, that part because I mean sometimes we can sit here and be like questioning but like okay well why mm -hmm. you know and like you know am I trying to hide from the way that I'm feeling or am I trying to not address 
the way that I'm feeling about something. No, don't don't knock it. Like actually hone in on that a little bit more, you know? Because um, I mean, we're our own worst enemies. Mm. We truly are. And I feel like that's another thing where it just boils down to like imposter syndrome. You know, we are our own worst enemies and we will put ourselves down. Yeah. Sometimes we want to we want to project. Girl, we're about to go hit, hit a whole yeah. That's topic. a whole another a whole another topic. But but it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, we are definitely our own worst enemies. We self criticize sometimes way too much, and we need to let that go. Um, but like she said before, constructive criticism is important. But also celebrate your success. Celebrate them, and and that's the thing. Celebrate your successes. Which wherever you know, tick on the on, on the on the measurement tab. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but wherever you are on there, like embrace that, celebrate those moments. But then also, like you know, come back down to earth at times mm-hmm. and really hone in on okay, where do I need to improve? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily my weaknesses, but where do I need to improve? You know, I mean, they are, but like maybe if it's if you if you had to reword it differently, so that way you can accept it differently. Like, but where do I need to improve? And it's okay to address those things and be aware of those things because at the end of the day, that's where we want to do better in that comparison of self. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's imposter syndrome. That was good. That was good. I, you know, like it's one of those things where, like, and I'm glad that we started this podcast off with that because, again, like I was saying before, it's the beginning of the year. Like, we need to we need to break down those areas in our lives that are holding us back. Mm-hmm. And imposter syndrome is one of those big things that will do that. You know, and honey, we all have things that we need to accomplish. Okay, and and nobody's trying to get held back by ourselves. That part. And this plant needs to let me be great. Y'all didn't see this plant keep okay. hitting me in the head today. Okay. That's okay. We're going to work it out. Yeah, we're going to work it we're out. We're going to work it out. Um, so yeah, that's imposter syndrome. Um, make sure you guys stick with us because we are going to be dropping a podcast every month, the first Wednesday of every month. So please, please stay tuned. Um, definitely give us feedback. Leave it below. Um, reach out to us. Um, you can reach us at... The I am Fire on Instagram, on Facebook, or you can email us at the I am Fire at gmail.com. Yes, yes. Send in uh, some topics that you'd love for us to yeah. talk about. We have, and if you didn't see the, the pilot episode, take a look at the pilot episode. We have a great um, host. His name is Peter. That's my cousin. Um, he's my he's my uh, adopted cousin. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to just take him too. So, but yeah, um, Peter, he interviewed us. Ooh, I did get a paper cut. Mm. Yeah. Um, But he interviewed us so you can learn a little bit about Ivory and Francis and how I Am Fire became a thing. So definitely check out the pilot episode if you have not. And uh, yeah, again, stick with us every month on a Wednesday, the first Wednesday of every month. We will be dropping a new podcast. Okay. Okay. So, So again... Thank you, thank you, thank you for kicking it with us here at the Wellness Kickback, where we are here to unpack, unlearn, and relearn with intention. Again, we are your host, Francis and Ivory, and we are with I Am Fire. Take care, y'all. Bye.